you're tuned into Let's Talk Life XL with Shante Gamble on Mixed Talk Radio. Mixed Talk Radio, the most chill internet radio station in Houston. Hey everybody, what it do? It's your girl Natalie Nicole, aka Miss Into Seven, the Queen Dove, and I'm a singer songwriter, entrepreneur, best-selling author, jack of all trades. <laughs> now I know you say jack of all trades, but what is really capturing your focus for 2022? Currently, I'm working on tons of music. And that's my main focus, but I am dabbling into NFTs and things like that to incorporate my fans more and like the community of us, Dove Nation. <laughs> I'm all here for it. Now, we met not too long ago over right before Thanksgiving at the Lao mm-hmm. Music event, and I was just really excited to meet you. You guys, she has like the best like in-person personality. You know, like some people are good like on the phone or they're good over the internet. Like she is great all in all facets. Like just you were so bright and bubbly. Your energy could be felt. What makes you just revel in what you do when it comes to music? What What's that thing for you? I absolutely love it. I think when you are doing something you love and you're passionate about, it exudes from you in a positive way. So that's with anything that I do. <laughs> now tell us, what's, what are your most recent projects that you've been working on? So um, not too long ago, which was last year in like September, I released my book. So it's still new. It's about my life. It's called It Was God, the Natalie Nicole story. And it's basically just like my whole testimony from birth to now, all the things I've experienced from molestation, racism, to being homeless and being discovered by Nick Cannon and then being who I am now, uh, writing my own songs, obviously, and being independent and successful in that lane. Yeah, you had an interview with us uh, in our digital magazine, and you talked about all of those things. Now, what was most dear to you when you were writing your book? Actually getting the story out. I mean, so many people get to see pieces of my life on Instagram or wherever they're watching me from, and they don't always know what makes me me. So a lot of times people see like this pretty girl, you know, how you describe me, so bright and fun and this and that, but they don't realize that that bright and fun, fun girl has been through things. Being able to put that in the book and be raw and tell the truth, that was the greatest feeling. It was very liberating, therapeutic. Now, I know all about, you know, just taking that next step. And like you said, just getting your, you know, voice out there, um, getting your testimony out there. Is somebody listening to you right now that needed that encouragement of just taking that next step? Because it's not always easy. You know, we set all these goals, these resolutions for ourselves, but we don't take into account what they actually require. Like, do they require sacrifice? Do they require humbleness? Do they require growth in, or forgiveness? Oh, my gosh. Right. Now, when you were writing your book, did you have to go back and forgive some folks again? <laughs> Luckily, I felt like I did all my forgiving before I wrote the book, so I was good. But um, it's still, no matter what, took me back to those places. And I almost was in all of my own story. Like, I was like, what? I, I went through that. That's, well, really? Like, that was me? Um, <laughs> so I was catching myself off guard as I was writing it and I was like, wow, that's really a pretty cool story. <laughs> it was my life. 
And I love it because, you know, we don't give ourselves a lot of credit. You know, that's some of the things that I've been working on. That's my one word is confidence this year. And I've been sharing that on the podcast and the radio show since, you know, episode one. And it's not the typical confidence in, like, you know, appearance. It's really confidence in, like, my purpose, my gifts, my talents. Because you could be so gifted and have absolutely no confidence in what you're doing. And then you never really take those steps to really share right. your gifts and talents. Because I feel like our testimonies, our gifts, our talents, our intelligence, it's not just for us to reap the benefits from. Right. It's for I'm us sure. to get. Yes, you have to share it. Now, when it comes to sharing, did it take you a while to open up? Or was this something that was pressing for you? And you were like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Luckily, I feel like. My whole life, I've been a very, very open person. So I've never been the type of person to like hide any trials I've faced. I'm super like, yo, this is my situation and I'm not going to lie to you about it. <laughs> Period. I just feel like it's useless to do that. And it's too much to live up to to have a facade. I, I can't do it. I don't know how people um, make up a version of themselves that is perfect because I'm far from it. <laughs> so... I, I just I just went in for it, you know, I just let it all out and um, however people receive it, they receive it. And most people who like read my book, they find it inspirational and motivational and people who listen to my music find it intimate and loving and sexy and all of the above, depending on what kind of song. And my aura, you know, when you get to talk to me and see me in person, you feel my energy and you feel my heart and my intention, which is always just to be honest and allow you to love what's really in me and not what I'm pretending to be. It takes so much energy to keep up an appearance that is not you authentically. Like somebody, right. I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were asking me to have this specific conversation. And I had to be honest, y'all. I was like, no, I'm not going to have that conversation because it's not authentic to the person that I'd be talking to. It would get lost in translation. Like, why are you bringing this up to me? Like, you know, you know, it's like, why are we even talking about this? Just because someone else wants you to do something or someone else feels like you should be a certain way or act a certain way or respond a certain way. Does it mean that that's you authentically? And we have to just kind of mold ourselves based on what we find about ourselves from the inside out. We have to mold ourselves. The The deeper yes. we dig, that's our molding. That's our refining. Um, are we, you know, as thoughtful as we thought we were? You know, you know right. what I mean? Like, Oh, I love that you said that. I love that you said that. Are we as thoughtful as we thought we were? Like, in my book and in my life, I've always, like, tested myself. So, like, I would try things that, you know, other people would do and be like, you know what, let me see if that's in my character. Let me see if I fit there. And if not, you know, I'm cool with that. And if I do, hey, you know, it's a new hobby. <laughs> no, for real. Because you, I think that, you know, I, I always say when I go speak, I am not the speaker that's going to say I know all about myself. I like self-discovery. And it's taken me so many years to figure out, well, who is Shantae? You know, who am I? Like you say, you have to test your character. Now, I tell you this much. Either you're going to test it, life going to test it, 
or God going to test it through both of those different scenarios. So you get to participate in life. And that's what we forget, too, is that we have to show up and we have to do the work mm -hmm. and then we have to give. So when it comes to doing the work, you know, what's your mindset on getting in there and just like getting it done? I, I think when I was younger, I'm still young, but when I was younger, <laughs> I would um, force myself to work on things like it's an effort to want to grow and to want to learn yourself because a lot of times people will let other people's version of who they think think, think that they are um, overtake and then they walk into that step into it and that's when you get these people who have personas that aren't really them but what I tried to do when people would project things on me was to navigate through it and see like yo that's not really what I like um so you're wrong <laughs> about me and it's okay that you're wrong about me. And this is what I like. So it's, it's actively like correcting people and correcting yourself. Like even when you try to jump into that too, correct yourself and allow yourself to uh, test things out. I mean, it's a lifelong journey. You have to do it every day and you have to want it. She was like <laughs> navigating other people's projections. How often yes. do we just sit there and absorb everything? Um, but it's true is we don't often navigate other people's pr projections. We usually absorb them and then we take them on as our as our truth and as our identity when really that's them and what they dealing with, what they what how they was raised, what they're going through. It's really just them. And that's when you get issues, too, with like your childhood, because even our parents project things on us. And then you think you're supposed to be and act a certain way as an adult because your parents expect that of you and that's not you either. So you you also have to fight back with people who you love. That is so true because our parents usually project their own expectations of what they mm -hmm. felt their, you know, their <laughs> your life will be what like. They want it for themselves. Exactly. Some of us, you know, and even me as a parent, I have to check myself and I have to make sure that when I'm giving my son's advice that this is not advice that I'm trying to use to control the outcome of their life. Right. Right. But it's really mm -hmm. based on how can I further help you along in your own personal journey? How can I give you right. wisdom to help you, you know, navigate where you are, get to where you're trying to go? I mean, it may not even be in my wheelhouse. I might have to, you know, right. put you on to somebody else. I love it. Now, tell us about your song, because we're going to take a break here just a little bit. But I want to hear just a little bit about uh, your song. If you had to introduce your song, uh, Come Over, how would you introduce it to our our listeners well, come over is a story and it's about um taking a break with your significant other and realizing you know you miss them <laughs> so you're asking them to come back over and, and rekindle whatever may have faded for a bit while you were taking a break <laughs> i love it and it is super sexy so y'all enjoy come over
yeah, that was a chill vibe. I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. You guys, that was Come Over by Natalie. Tell us about, tell us a little bit more about it. Man, Come Over is just one of those love songs that I wrote in my feelings. (laughs) I was missing somebody and wanted to rekindle it, and um, that song came out. It's just a creative, beautiful gem. <laughs> it is. And man, it's so, you know, it's so emotional. You can connect to the genuineness, you know, of the emotion. And I think that that's, you know, I feel that that's where what's missing from R&B. You know, I feel like I agree. the emotion from it, the love, the passion, right. the, the, the connection, the emotional connections. Absolutely. Like we... We don't even talk about that anymore in R and B. What what do you what do you what is your opinion on R and B these days? I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I feel like we've lost it in translation of trying to be popular or, you know, hit or whatever. Um, people even men, like I'm so sad. Like we used to have like boys to men and like you know, like gosh, and they were so just so uh, beautiful and weren't afraid to say that they love someone. And I feel like we're missing that with our guys. I mean, it's slowly coming back, but ultimately it needs to be like pushed back into the door because <laughs> we need it. And the women, I think the women are having a good time right now in R&B, but I think we're, we got tough for some reason. We did. And, and now we're kind of like not so loving. <laughs> but I mean, every now and again, I'll have a not loving song, but. I love love and I love passion and I love relationships and that dynamic. So I'm, I'm going to write about that. And, and I hope the generation after me or my generation morphs into that and steps into feeling again, because that's what makes us human. I agree. I, I do agree also that, you know, women became more tough. You know, it's, yeah. it's less about what you can do from, you know, me as far as in how well you can love me is more as how, what, you know, financially can you do for me? And if I do want to love on you, it's just for this moment because I got other stuff going on and you kind of got to get in where you fit in. And, you know, on the man's side, it's like nobody wants to talk about love. It's just, you know. No lie. I've written, like, cheating songs and stuff like that, too, and, you know, stuff like that. But, like, ultimately my core is, like, loving and, you know, the passionate part of it. But... It is what it is. Everybody's to do whatever they like, but I wish we had more feelings. Now, let's talk about storytelling when it comes to music. What gives you your greatest sense of inspiration to be able to weave together this story that translates lyrically? So as far as writing songs, I mean, I write from my life experiences. If I wasn't able to live the way that I live and do what I do and react and be involved with the people that I'm involved with, I wouldn't be able to write the songs that I have. So every song that I have literally is a life story that I've experienced or wanted to experience, <laughs> almost experienced. Most of, most of them though are literal. Now, when it comes to just being set apart, how do you want your music set apart from the other music that is also within your same genre? I take the time to arrange and do all my background vocals and obviously write the song. And I even engineer myself. I co-mix and master all of my records and I co-produce a majority of my records. And that should set me aside in itself. (laughs) 
I, I put in the work. I'm amazed. I'm like over here amazed. Like, oh my God, you are doing all of that. That is amazing. Yes, you are definitely yeah. set apart. <laughs> I mean, that, that was always the goal. I, I don't want to be put in a, a box. So that should set me aside my work ethic. And then also the fact that I sing pretty. <laughs> I sing well and I write stories that you can relate to and love. What else can we see from you this year? Um, I'm an actress and um, I'll be auditioning for things, you know, like a working actor does. Um, I also am stepping into that NFT world. So I have art that I create and people will be able to purchase literal art from me. Um, so that's exciting too. I mean, I'm like I said from the beginning, I'm a jack of all trades. I just kind of try to express myself in all the ways that I can and give glory to God for all the gifts that he's given me because... I wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for him. And I just want to, when I'm over and, and it's all done, I want to walk up to God and be able to say, like, I did everything that I possibly could that you gave me and I used it all and I did my best and I want him to be proud of that. Oh, man, I, I am proud of you and all the things you have done. And I think we need to congratulate each other more, you know, especially as women, you know, just say, I see you. And I'm going to take a second to say, I see you and I see all the things that you are doing at your age. It's just amazing because you have so much life ahead of you, you know, versus, you know, being stuck in, um, you know, low self-confidence and waiting and putting those things off. I, I always encourage everybody listening, just take that next step. Even if it's just one step at a time, like you don't have to have everything figured out. Like most of us do Absolutely. not. Like we don't have no clue what's coming next. Absolutely. For the most part, your journey is going to be a series of steps. And those steps may be quick. And they may, you know, resemble running at times. They may be mm -hmm. slow where it may resemble walking. And sometimes you'll be called to take no steps. But I like that, you know, when you get to that point where it's that constant pressing, because somebody is also like, well, how do I know if I'm supposed to take a step? That constant pressing. So whatever is in front of you, whatever is on your plate or whatever you've been thinking about, dreaming about, daydreaming about, and it's pressing on you, that is your cue. That's your instinct yes. saying, hey, this is something you should be taking a closer look at. Now, what are you going to do with those things? Time will reveal it as you move right. forward. I can't get closer to a thing if I never move in the direction of the thing. Absolutely. And I think people are waiting for some sort of like specific sign all the time. And that's never the case. I can't even tell you how many times I've been so close to a blessing and it looked like the exact opposite. See, I needed <laughs> like I that one. Through, yeah. Like I would be going through, I was homeless, right? Okay. I was homeless living out of a car, uh, going to the gym at 3am to shower and then go to work and write songs for empire and things like that. Right. I'm so homeless and doing that. Right. And then I got discovered by Nick Cannon in the same season of being homeless. Like, you don't expect that. You're like, okay, I'm trying to survive. <laughs> so sometimes when you're going through things, realize that the blessing is closer than it, it may seem. And if you give up, you it might be right in the next step you take and you just stopped, right? 
I wouldn't. It's like sometimes I, you know, I get to that point. I'm like, you know what? This is not even worth it. And y'all know when I do my voices, I'm really serious. About it. I'm like, it's not Over even it. worth it. Why do it? Why be good to people if they're going to be nasty? Right. Why Why put all this effort if the door is not going to open? But scripture says, knock and keep knocking. Knocking. And I always tell you guys, just because a door doesn't open at the time you have appointed doesn't mean that the time is not coming, right? We may have to learn a little bit more. We may have to grow a little bit more. We may need to do a little bit more or do a little bit less. Some of us doing too much. If you just scale back a little bit, life can move you forward a little bit. You got too much you're trying to carry into this next season. Some of you guys trying to reinvent yourselves 100, a brand new me. Stop that, y'all. It hardly ever are you required to become a whole brand new person every year. Very rarely. You just need to become a better version of the you that you are right now. So if that means, are you, could you grow in kindness? Could you grow in forgiveness? Could you just grow in your, your field of expertise? It doesn't mean you have to just totally 100% reinvent yourself just to be uh, of value you could be you right doing what you're doing looking how you looking being how you being and i'm gonna Absolutely. sum it up like that <laughs> i love it do what you do until you know to do yes. something else right that's the way people should operate but so many people avoid it themselves that's what it comes down to people avoiding themselves they don't want to face who they really are that they is true that is so true i always say you know can you stand in front of the mirror and really look at yourself like totally for who you are. Like right. just accept that, accept what you see. We have come to the end of the show. If you could encourage anyone listening, what would you say to encourage them for 2022? I would say to keep pushing on, even when it looks like there ain't no way. There is one, there isn't only one way either. So there's several avenues that you can take. And I would give them my motto, which is give love, be love, and be love, and keep mastering overcoming boundaries. I love that, y'all. Y'all can catch me every Saturday at 1 o'clock at www.mixtalkmedia.org. Thank you, Natalie, for coming in. Now, make sure you go and follow her. Tell us what's your Instagram, your Facebook. Where can we go to follow you? Right. So the majority of my social medias are at Natalie underscore moments. And that's my Instagram, TikTok, you know, everything. Or you can just go Google me, Natalie Nicole. I love it. And you can always check out her digital magazine interview on our homepage at mixtalkmedia.org. It'll be back up there for you guys to uh, read and enjoy. Till then, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, y'all.